We'll do a review of the first Sicha for Parshas Breshis in Lakuta Sicha's Chelik Yud. In this Sicha, the Rebbe explains the first Rashi on the Chumash, the inner meaning, the Yenush al as the Rebbe says, that Rashi brought out in the first uh, Rashi, the contains the inner meaning. And the Rebbe will explain how to apply this, that while the world has systems that Hashem put into place, nature and times, we need to take care of our bodies, we need to deal with the physicality, and yet we can conquer and transform them into Eretz Yisrael, as we'll see inside. Aleph. So in Aleph, first the Rebbe proves this point that Rashi has Yoyna Shel and that the Yoyna Shel should certainly apply in the first Rashi, and Yoyna Shel meaning the wine. Wine is referred to the idea of Hasidus, the inner, the secrets, Rosin the the secrets of the Torah. And we need to be able to find a lesson in both, in the very general idea what Rashi says here, but also in the very detailed words of Rashi, we can find a hayra, a lesson in the service of Hashem, in the Rosin der Eis, in the secrets of the Torah. Aleph, inside. Dubar kamo pa'omim, it has been spoken many times. That although... Rashi's main objective on the commentary on the Torah, is to explain the simple meaning of the verse, as emphasized in Rashi's own words, in many, in many places. But yet, notwithstanding that, Rashi, it included, it is included, and also hinted in Rashi, Gam in Yonim Mufloim, also wondrous matters, of the other sections of the Torah. You know, the Torah has Pshat, Remes, Drush, Soid, the simple meaning, the hint, the expounding, and the secrets of Torah, and Rashi has also. Uh, wondrous matters in those as explained in the Shalah not only other parts but that includes also the secrets of the Torah the Soydes Torah as we know the uh, saying of the Alter Rebbe Alter Rebbe says that Rashi's commentaries on the Chumash is the wine of Torah. Wine is associated with Rosin, the Raisa, with the secrets, with the level of esoteric part of the Torah. We'll move on. So it's understood. See, the above, these words are said, they apply as they connect to the general, all of Rashi's commentary in any posik in the Torah. But for sure, Allah has become of a kama, how much more so? Shekenhu that this is true in the first part, the first paragraph of Rashi, which is in Rashi's commentary on the Torah. And generally, we find this idea that in the beginning of things, uh, you have the emphasis what the whole thing is about. Basically, in the starting of Rashi, since this is the opening, things are put in the opening that basically apply to the whole contents of what is to follow. 
ומובן גם כן שהיינו של תוירה והאהירה שישנה בפסקה זו, so we also know that the uh, wine of תוירה, the secret of תוירה, and the lesson of it, שישנה בפסקה זו that exists, that we find in this piece, ליוסס חולוס הפירוש לכל תוירה שבקסב. Since this is the beginning of Rashi's commentary on the entire written Torah, so it doesn't just apply to a very detailed matter, uh, specific, but rather, we're going to find a Herod that applies to Torah in general and the mitzvahs. In the Haorah, the Rebbe references, what about Rashi on the Gomorrah. Over there, Rebbe references how we are to look at that, um, Rashi and the Gomorrah. Uh, also, Rebbe brings down when he says the first beginning, he says that's really what a Rosh Tevis. Uh, Rosh Tevis, when you have the beginning of the word, you see that in the beginning the whole world lies quotes it from the Gemara Shabbos that Rosh Tevis is actually a Torah uh, command. Um, we learn out halachas from the Rosh Tevis, the Gemara Shabbos. So you see that the beginning of a word, the letter of the first word, it really has in it the whole meaning of the word because that Rosh Tevis brings about that whole word, even though it's only one letter that we have in front of us. So anyways, so we know, so Aleph the Rebbe says that we have to find a general lesson and esoteric meaning in the first Rashi. So first Rashi, the Rebbe is going to explain that on the very simple level, uh, we can say that uh, the Rashi, the, the, the while uh, sometimes we have forces that oppose our observance, observance of Torah, we don't have to become uh, deterred by it because we can be sure that we're going to be able to conquer them, just like when the Goyim wanted to take away Tzisrael, and Tzisrael represents holiness, and we can conquer that. But the Rebbe says there has to be more, and specifically in the Lashon Rashi. Let's look inside. Rashi Rashi begins his commentary on the Torah. With Omar Rabbi Yitzchok quoting now, that Rabbi Yitzchok said, The Torah should not have begun only, rather, not with Breshis, but with the Posik in Chumash Shmois that starts with Achoydesh Azalachem. This month to you is Chaydesh Rosh Chodoshim. And the Parshish boy in the Chumash Shmois, Shehi Mitzvah is Shainosh and it's Tavoboy Yisrael. That is the first commandment that the Yidden war commanded is to keep the Pesach and to prepare for the Pesach as the Pesach goes on there. So what is the reason why the Chumash starts with Bereshis? And Rashi answers, Mishum, quote, first continue the quote, that Koyach Maisev Higid L'Amei Losses Lehem Nachlas Goyim that it is the strength of what Hashem did. Hashem relates to His people. Hashem is relating to us, that's the strength of what Hashem does, and Hashem is telling it to His people what He does. That He is giving them that which the Goyim have inherited. And why is the Ebishter telling us to them His power that He created the world in order to give them the inheritance of the Goyim? So if the nations of the world say to the Jewish people, you are bandits, you took away something that doesn't belong, that you have conquered the lands of the seven nations, seven nations that lived in Israel. The Israel, they, they went over the Jordan and they chased out the land, the seven nations that lived in Israel. 
they will say to them, that the entire land, the earth, the whole world belongs to Hashem. He created it. And then he gave it to the one that was in fit in his eyes. Hashem sees, so it fit to give the goyim, whoever the nation is there, to give it to them. And it is with his will that he gave it to them. And he wants not lamehem He took it from them and gives this to us. And therefore, if they complain that it's not the Yidens, it belongs to the nations, the answer is it belongs to Hashem. Hashem does with it as He wants. He wanted, He gave it to them, and now He gives it to us. So, what is the lesson in the Yenish Altair is understood? Very simply. There ain't no Adam a person does not need to become affected from an item that opposes, distracts him, disturbs him from observing Torah Mitzvah. And therefore, when the nations of the world come with an argument to the Jewish people, they don't need to observe the command of the Torah because according to their view the Torah they are opposite they are contrary to logic and decency they argued as they argued as far as this matter of conquering Eretz Yisrael that was also a command of a Kodesh Baruch. And what are they arguing? They're saying, logically, you're robbers, you still did, you're bandits, you take it away from us. So the lesson is, the Jewish people should not be affected from this at all. On the contrary, it's upon them to strengthened themselves in the observance of Torah mitzvahs. And further, and to respond to them, that this is the will of Hashem. And when we observe, fulfill the Torah mitzvahs, they fulfill Hashem's will. This is Hashem. It's all about Hashem's will. And therefore, So it's not important. It doesn't matter in this, the fact that the human intellect cannot grasp it, etc. And therefore, we're saying, do you turn to mitzvahs without being deterred without being affected by the opposition to your Torah mitzvah saying that it's illogical because this is all about Hashem's will and therefore it is not important what one human being's intellect says. Barom, however, this would be Zui Peters. This would be a general lesson from the general Rashi's commentary over here. We'll move on. But it's understood that also in the specific, in the details of the words of Rashi. Especially we're dealing here with the very first paragraph. There are lessons and as our case, because this is the beginning, there's also clearly a general lesson. So the Rebbe is going to take the one piece of this Rashi and say that that's the main point of the Rashi, and we're going to learn a lesson from that. A main and fundamental detail in this particular Rashi is who Hakosuf Shemivi? That is the verse that Rashi brings over here. 
Rashi says, the verse that Rashi quotes from Tehillim, is that koyach maisov higid la'amoy losis lahem nachlas goyim. That the power of his hands, what he has done, he relates to his people that he gives them the inheritance of the nations. Why is that the main part of this Rashi? Because for this is the basis to reject negating their argument is based on this Pesach. And it's clear that this detail is coming to give us a lesson in general in the service of Hashem. So we need to say, the Rebbe is going to ask specifically about this Pasik. Aleph, first we want to know, what is the lesson? And then the Rebbe has two particular issues in the way the verse is stated. First of all, base the number two question is, What is the emphasis over here? We say specifically the power of his hands. What is the intent in this passage? Is to explain that knowing that this is the act, the creation, what Hashem has done, that the world, that Hashem, that He is the one that created the world, etc. So therefore, this also necessitates or gives Him the right that it is within His right, within His hand, and it's in His Right is born blessed losses to give them the inheritance that the Goyim have. So the basis of this is because this is the acts of Akodish Baruch. But why is what is coming to teach us? We're saying that Hashem is teaching us the power of his Hashem's strength. What is it about this power? What is the Pasuk emphasizing the Koyach? So the Rebbe will explain the word Koyach. And number three, the most common language in similar situation, who Omar, he said, like he would say, Koyach Maisev Omar Le'amoy. As many times said in our parsha, as Rashi says in this uh, in this uh, paragraph itself, it says, We say to them. So either we use the lotion Omar, also we can do Diber or Siper. But we don't usually have the word higit, so why is the posse higit? So what's the lesson? Why does it say koyach and why does it say higit? The Rebbe is going to explain, like we see, just like in the phys- in the literal sense that it was Eretz Yisrael, uh, Eretz Yisrael is understood that that's a holy place. Uh, that would represent the holy activities of a yid, but then we find that Eretz Yisrael needed to be conquered. It was taken away from the other side and brought into Eretz Yisrael. That means that there is a kind of a service in which we take away from the other side and we bring it into Eretz Yisrael. And that uh, uh, could be a question how we have the power to do that. Let's do Oiz Gimel. The Yuvon. Bahagdim will understand this by introducing first Inyan Eretz Yisrael Beruchnis. What is the idea of Eretz Yisrael in the spiritual level? Maloso shel Eretz Yisrael hikinamar. What is the advantage, the greatness of Eretz Yisrael? Is the pasuk says Eretz Asher Goimer Ein Hashem Lekechabo Mereishis Ashana Vadach Bishana. It's a land in which eyes are upon it. In it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Somehow, we're saying that Israel has Hashem's eyes. What does it mean that Israel has Hashem's eyes as unique from all other places in the world? That means, that is, 
that the divine supervision in Eretz Yisrael is in an open, in a revealed way. More than the divine supervision in all lands. This means that also in the physicality of Eretz Yisrael and the matters of Israel Nirgash, there is sense, there is felt. The light of his blessed godliness in a more open and a revealed way. That means the eyes of Hashem are there, that more openly we can see the light of Hashem's godliness. The oid. And a further point that Mikivon She'ene Hashem since Hashem's eyes are in Eretz Yisrael, so it could not really, we can't fathom in it, it can't possibly be in Eretz Yisrael, we're talking about in of itself, because Eretz Yisrael, unless, if it's not for the choice, a person still has a choice, but, Really, Eretz Yisrael itself cannot be rad. It cannot be anything evil there. Or vehepech ha-gedush, or things that are opposite of holiness. Everything in Israel, because it has Hashem's revealed light in there, is holy, is good. Kara Baruch Hu, Hu tohoir einayim Quoting the Pasuk, Hashem's purity of eyes cannot see bad, cannot tolerate, cannot see bad, so therefore if Hashem's eyes are there, there is no room for Ra, and there is no room for anything that is not Kedusha so basically that is what Eretz Yisrael is so, what does it mean on a spiritual level? so from this we understand so what is the spiritual level of Eretz Yisrael we're talking about in the service of man to his creator, to Hashem, who is acquired the person. What is our service in the spiritual level in Eretz Yisrael? He that points and that hints to the wholesome completeness of service in the observatory of mitzvahs. Which means Hamshachas Gilu to draw down a revealed level of godliness, Ushlila and the negating of the evil, etc. Umerumas Zegam Bahashem Eretz Yisrael. This is actually hinted in the name Eretz Yisrael. Amru Razal, because our sages of blessed memory said, uh, this is actually in the Gemara and. Uh, that's in Breshis Rabba. Yeah. So, so what does it say over there? That Amr Razal, that Lomon Nikro Shmo Eretz. Why do we call it Eretz? Sharotsuso Lasis Ritsoin Koinam. Because, Koinam? Because she wanted and she ran to do the will of the of Koinam Hashem. Most of the Pirushim in the word Ratsusa, whether it means Ratsin or it means running, it's associated that when the Abishter created the world, he uh, won, he created the land, Vaikra Likimla Oretz, he called it Oretz, and um, and the Oretz was Misrach was going until the Abishter Mikveh Hamayim Korayamim. The Oretz wanted to be Mispashit, so both it wanted to be mispashet, uh, expand into the whole world, but it had to give place uh, for the yamim, and also uh, that it ran too quickly do that, but Hashem stopped it. So it has both interpretations. That's why I saw in H. Yosef on the Medrash Rabbah. In any event, we see that Eretz represents a strong connection to Hashem. And also... Uh, the word Yisrael points to the subject of Torah and mitzvahs, Kiyadua, as we know, as it's known, that the word Yisrael, She Yisrael is a Rosh has the first words of Yesh, Shishim, Ribu, Oisius, La Torah, 
that there are 600 times 10,000 letters of the Torah, which is the 600,000 uh, Torah, and that's the Torah, the words of the Torah, 600,000 letters, and in it, and in it, and through the combination of these words that are the 600,000 words, in this Bayer, all the mitzvahs have been articulated. So we see that the Torah and the mitzvahs are directly related to the word Yisrael. So Eretz Yisrael represents Torah, represents Rotzin Hashem, but Omnom Kemoishu Bepashtus Yonim, but the way it was on the simple uh, letter of the matters, Initially, when the children of Noyach got their various different parts of the world, Eretz Yisrael came out to be in the portion of shame. And then later on, Rashi, several, several Rashi's, it all turns out this way that Rashi brings us down that the Canaanite went and they captured it from the uh, children of shame. But in order to bring it back and to turn it and take Eretz Canaan and make it to Eretz Yisrael, turn it around from Eretz Canaan to Eretz Yisrael, HaYitzorich liyes t'chilo kibush ha'oretz. So first you needed to conquer the land, Mahashiva going from the seven nations. So while we're talking about Eretz Yisrael, which represents high levels, but yet we see in order in Eretz Yisrael, literally it needed to be transferred from the other side to make it into Eretz Yisrael. So we can understand likewise in the spiritual level of Eretz Yisrael. That in addition that there is the general level of Eretz Yisrael, in the spiritual level, which represents an elevated level in spirituality, as the Rebbe says, says, when we have uh, but in order to get to that there is also this concept of conquering the land in the spiritual level so what is the idea for in addition to generally the service of the observance of Torah and Mitzvahs themselves which is Eretz there is another each one and one has been instructed that that everything that you do, you do, you're doing, meaning the individuals, not a Torah mitzvah, but what you do should always be for the sake of heaven. And further, in all of your ways, the ways that you do on your own, uh, you should always know Hashem in them as well. So what that means is Hashem Hashem to serve Hashem, not just through davening and studying Torah and observing His blessed mitzvahs, but also in all of His ways and in all of His activities that He does in the, all of His 24 hours of the day, so over there as well, Gam Also those things that he does for these bodily needs. And also the benefit of the physical benefits for his body. And this service needs to be on a very high step, at very high level, to the extent that all of his physical matters are subjugated, 
are nullified and they are united with with, with godliness. Which means, their existence, has turned around into becoming holy. And their physicality, is not felt by him at all. He doesn't feel that physicality. It's not just because of there is so much holy light that shines in him. Because he is so devoted to Hashem, totally given himself also, dedicated to godliness, in a, a way that you know Hashem, he's in a way that he is tied and he is connected to Hashem, not only because of him, but rather the physical matter in of itself becomes by him a holy matter. It becomes a chefza, an object of holiness, not just the person who is holy is connects in such a way. Because that would be considered conquering. You're conquering meaning it's not that just you're forcing it through something else, but you have turned it around, you've conquered it, and you made it into Kedusha. The Rebbe has the bracket, and when we talk about conquering, needs to be also with regards to this, that he should not be satisfied that he's serving Hashem when he is occupied in the physical matters so that would be one level of kibush that while you're doing physical matters you are conquering them you're turning them to Kedusha but another would be but in from time to time he should also rob or mehazmanim, listimatem. He should also rob from those times on the Sunni Mukfuim, Shira. They are set, and they were given the given and 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 times that are specifically for eating, drinking, sleeping, etc. And you have to take the koshim limudat and you conquer them, and you take those times. And you spend those times learning and fulfilling mitzvahs. That's called conquering. This is the concept, the idea of conquering Eretz Yisrael in its spiritual service. You are conquering worldly, earthy matters. From the nations and the conduct of the world, from the ordinary, from the nature of the world. And you turn it and you conquer it and you make it Eretz Yisrael. Also, that physical existence of the world. Which doesn't have a mitzvah. Conquering means he conquers it and turns it to Gedusha. Based on this idea, it is sweetened the expression of our teachers, our leaders, the Rebbes, uh, when people would ask them to go up to Eretz Yisrael, as they responded to the question of many that wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael. So what did they say? Machdo Eretz Yisrael, make asay kan Eretz Yisrael, make here Eretz Yisrael. Sheeshloimar, the Rebbe say we can say shekavanosom that their intention bazeh hoiso. What they intended here with this was loy rak sheyasu bechinas Eretz Yisrael bisruchnis. They didn't just mean make here Eretz Yisrael on a spiritual level. Normally, that would be the interpretation. Uh, how does it, what does it mean, make your Eretz Yisrael? I mean, spiritually. 
daven and learn, do things on a Eretz Yisrael, shleimus stick away as the Rebbe said before. But the Rebbe says no. We can say that it wasn't just talking about doing and observing the Torah Mitzvahs, no. That he was also referring to, the Rebbe's were referring to the spiritual service, the Kibosh Eretz Yisrael, of conquering Eretz Yisrael. Because that is, where did you see that? As the language is, make over here Eretz Yisrael. In other words, then they have to be the ones making it. That is doing and transforming that existence that is here, let it Yisrael, to make it Yisrael kibush to conquer it. That means also the earthiness, the earth of Chutzlaretz to itself transform the gash, the Eretz of Chutzlaretz and turn it into holy land. This is a medicine. What this means is, what this says is that also his occupation in his optional matters, his physical needs, should be in a way to do it in a way to do Hashem's will. To reveal the Hashem's light and wishes, blessed wishes in the physical. That all of their existence, this physical space, meaning that the mokoim, to bring about that Hashem's rots and Hashem's light penetrates, permeates that place, the physical place, it becomes now, Eretz Yisrael becomes like a, a place that is holy. In Ois the Rebbe is going to explain that along the path of trying to conquer the world and make it in Eretz Yisrael, there's obstacles. <clears throat> Just like the story with the Maraglim over there, that <clears throat> they changed their mind. And the Rebbe is going to explain what happened over here. How did they all of a sudden change their mind? And Rebbe is going to explain on the spiritual level there could be a, an issue, an argument that one is actually not able to change around to take matters which are under the physical and transform them. Let's look inside. Dalit. However, we find that along the route to, of the Bnei Yisrael to conquer the land of Eretz Yisrael, there was the sin of the scouters, the Maraglim, the spies. What was their argument? It is impossible to conquer Eretz Yisrael. And the argument is, quoting the Pasuk. He is stronger, and not only from Mimenu, from us, but as, the, as our sages tell us in blessed memory, and our sage blessed memory, said, meaning from him, as if to say, even the owner has not the ability, cannot take out his vessels that he placed there, he can't change. That also Hashem, so to speak, cannot conquer it. So what happened over here? How is it that they say that Hashem, we cannot conquer it? But it seems this is not understood. How did this change from one extreme to the other extreme take place? In the spiritual standing of these Maraglim. When they were chosen originally, as she says, they were 
righteous, they were all fit, they were proper. And then, and then they denied Hashem's ability. So, what happened here? How did it all of a sudden change? And further, another problem, they themselves, even at the time that they have failed, Gufa, they say, Shakodesh Baruch Hu Balabais. They're saying that Hashem is the Balabos. Omekiva Shekain. And in that case, How did they not believe Shebicholte Yisbarich that it is His blessed ability, Lichbesh Hazaris Yisrael, that Hashem is able to conquer Eretz Yisrael? Explaining this as it applies in the spiritual service, Yeshlema, we can say like this. What was the contents, the idea behind their argument was, How can you conquer Eretz Yisrael? Hainu that is, Kenisker Leila said earlier, Laved es Hashem gam Bikibushim to serve Hashem also with the conquering shel yonim hagashmim of the physical matters, v'ishabchusom lekedusha mamish and turning them around, transforming them into actual kedusha. Ad shein mitzias lo yonim gashmim mitzadasim, so that there should be no existence for the physical matters independently on themselves. They become all. Expressions of Kiddusha. But isn't it Hashem who created the body? And all the physical matters. Hashem created the body. He created all physical matters. He himself instructed the Torah. That you got to be very careful for your soul. It means you got to watch your health. This is also the halacha the Rambam in the Rambam that the hayoyis aguf bari v'shalvim that for a body to be healthy and wholesome is midarke avedis Hashemu that is part of the ways of the service of Hashem. And be yedua, and it's known the teaching of the Bashem Tov on the verse. Can you see the? When you see the donkey of your enemy, etc. The Pasuk says, don't let him fall under the load. You have to help him. And the Basem Tov interprets it, that you got to support help. You got to help the body and not to break it. And it's also you do Mashakosva Rama Magid Mizrich. What the Mag Rama Magid Mizrich said, Mashomar. Asverta Kleina Lachili in Guf Verta Groiser Loch in the Neshama. That when there is a small hole in the body that creates a great, a large hole in the Neshama. Kshanasa neck of cotton bahaguf. When there's a small hole in the body, Nasa neck of God Banashoma. It makes a big hole in the soul. So here we see you gotta watch your body. Shem says to watch the body in Ishmartim. The Rambam says it's a rule. The Balshemtiv says you gotta support, not break the body. The Balshemtiv, the Magid Mazrich says so. That if a small hole makes a big hole in the Shama. And further, our sages tell us, you can't rely on a miracle. That the nature and the physicality of the world, Hashem set up together, that it is an existence, it takes up space. And therefore, because this is all based on Torah, that's the way the to set it up. So these physical matters, etc., they are the vessels of Hashem.
and your occupation in them is also the will of Hashem. Hashem wants you. So, how is it in the possibility of the godly soul even though it's a part of Hashem from above, actually, it's actually part of Hashem. How could she conquer them? Which means to nullify their existence. They should only have the aspect of Kedusha. This goes against the nature which Hashem has implanted in the nature of the world. And in addition to that, in addition to that, since Hashem created the nature of the world in such a way, that they do take up place for themselves, so it appears, it would seem, that what does Hashem want? What does He want from the physical world? In the physicality of this. So Hashem wants the physicality. How is it possible to draw down over their spirituality and holiness? But they seemingly, they're not vessels to that. They're not fitting vehicles for that ruchnis and kiddush in them because the Ebersters created them that they should remain in their metzias, in their gashmis, the kestans. Hainu. And this is what it means. Since Hashem can do everything, is is all able, and He will kaviyocheles atzmai, and He's sort of limited, so to speak, Himself. Shavshu bal habayis that even though that He is in charge, He's the owner. Eino yocheloitzias kelov that He cannot take out His kelim. Similar to the saying of our sages, a blessed memory that Hashem has made a shvua that He's not going to bring a mabel to the world, which means the world is going to remain as is without changing it. So, therefore, it should be, so to speak, there is no possibility to change it. So, and that's 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 why the Meraglim argued that the Bnei Yisrael need to remain in the desert. And to serve the Eibushter in the desert, by observing Torah mitzvahs. do Torah mitzvahs. the kibush Eretz Yisrael, but not the service of conquering Eretz Yisrael. And with this argument, to stay in the desert, over there it's also hinted their intent that staying in the Midbar accomplishes their intention that we can't conquer the land, but rather the Midbar. What is the Midbar? The Midbar, Midbar, on the simple level, it's not a place where people can settle. In the royal Israel, it's not fit to sowing. There is no water. What does this represent spiritually? That is a time and a situation in which a person should, according to nature, he should not be occupied in physical matter. He's right now in the desert, not in the physical state. Yishu in the settlement of the world. Basically, the midbar represents a time where a person is not settled and is not 
to be occupied in the worldly matter. He's in the midbar right now. And this is what the Meraglim's argument is. That when can you serve the Ebrister only by doing Torah Mitzvahs, fulfilling the Mitzvahs? And that needs to be done in the Midbar, which is in the Midbar when he is empty, he's free from his bodily needs that are necessary. He's in the Midbar, he's not busy with that. But when you're in the nations, the land of the nation, when you have to occupy yourself in physical matter, since they are the vessels of HaKadosh Baruch then you cannot conquer them, you can't bring them under the dominance of Kedush, of holiness, and to nullify the physicality totally. They made a big mistake, as the Rebbe explains now, because that's actually the goal. The Ebishter didn't create the Eretz Amim, that it should stay Eretz Amim, but rather to be able to transfer it into Gedusha. A great mistake they made in this. The ultimate intent of creating these physical matters, and the ultimate goal of Hashem's intent to occupy Himself, as Kinala said earlier, is in order to draw down into them holiness. Because Hashem desired so that for Him blessed should be a dira dwelling place in the lower level. That's where Hashem has a desire to be. And the entire reason why is there uh, that the physical matters grab, take up space? Not because they need to do that. It's temporarily it's just so that through this Hashem's will will be fulfilled to retransfer, to make mitachtoinim from the low one in Yonim Gashmi, physical matters, did Allah for him, blessed. So they're there in order to be transferred into a dwelling place for Hashem. Ukamayim Razal, as our sages of blessed memory say, Shakolin Yonim Nivru Bishvil that everything of the world, all matters of the world, were created. For the Torah, Shenikras Reishis, that is called Reishis, Beis Reishis, that is Reishis Bishvil Yisrael Shenikras Reishis for Yid Reishis, Meila for a Yid with the Torah to work and transform the world. Obe Meila move on, and therefore it's understood Shemitzah Tachlis Hakavone that from the perspective of the ultimate Hashem's intent, Harein Kelim LeRakedusha, they are actually vessels. To the holy light. And therefore, it's not only that the Bnei Yisrael have the ability to transform, to conquer, but rather they're obligated to conquer the lands of the nation because that is the intent. To make it all As mentioned earlier, that it's specifically through this that is the way you fulfill the wishes of Hashem to change around the place to make the tachtoinim which is the lowest there's nothing lower than the tachtoinim to make it transfer as a dwelling place for him blessed and this is more the intent of Hashem is more in transformation of the into more than just dealing with holy matters that are to begin with are holy in his head the level further complain, bring it down this idea how it translates into the uh, persons having to deal in his avoida 
with the worldly matters. Hey, we now there so similar to the argument of the Meraglim not wanting to go into Eretz Yisrael, from it, it also evolved also the nations of the world that Rashi brings down in the spiritual world were, were a service of the person. When a person studies and he davens, and he observes the mitzvahs. But he's not occupied in, matter, in matters that settle the world. In worldly, in business, day-to-day, necessities of the body. So then it's possible that the nations that are in the world should approve, agree. That at that time, the person needs to feel the godly light and holiness. But when the person is busy in the settlement of the world, he's in the world, then the nations of the world argue, then it does not apply. There's no service of Hashem then. And therefore, in those times, you must conduct yourself in a way to the shape of the physical matters as they are in themselves. And that's why the nations say, You are banded. You conquer the land of the seven nations. Because in the physical matter, which is the Eretz Shiva Goyim, the land of the seven nations, there we shouldn't mix in the idea, the concept of holiness in the service of Hashem. They have, they too have their definition, their nature, independently. They have, it's been set in them, the way Hashem set it up, Hashem wanted. As Rav says, it was His will. Hashem has given it to them. That's what Hashem made them, Gashmis. They should remain Gashmis. And on the contrary, not only should we not conquer them, they should actually come first before we deal with Torah Mitzvahs. Why can the Mokhama say that in Yon Look in the order, the way these matters were recorded in the Torah. The Torah begins with Bereshis Goimer, Bereshis Oilom, Vinyonom. It starts first about talking about the world, its creation of the world and the worldly matters. We're not talking about a chodesh hazeh. We're not talking about mitzvahs. We're talking about the world. And afterwards, so after a whole book, the length of an entire book of mitzvahs. Then we come to the first command to the mitzvahs. That this month is for you, the first mitzvah. So the argument is, why would a Yid get involved with Yorim Gashmi making them to Kedusha? That's not the priority. It's not something that he can do. But the entire argument is a mistake and it's a false argument. Because the ultimate intention and the will. Why did Hashem want the Gashmi's it's only as we said before, Lassis Mehem to make from them Ubohem and in them did to make a, a dwelling place for Hashem blessed in the lower world. And that's how the Rebbe explains Namvov the word Koyach Maisam Higidlamoy. Vov, Apizem Muvan Diyu Kaloshin Koyach Maisam Higidlamoy Goyber. 
Now we understand the language why it says koyach the power's hands. In order to remove the arguments and the complaints of the nations of the world, it is not does not suffice sufficient knowing. Knowing Hashem created no knowing that they're just Hashem's creation. So you said awesome. That's the basis for their argument. Since that is Hashem's actions, how they list him at them? Then you are that you have conquered the land of the Shiva Goyim. So just that Hashem made it, then it should be the way Hashem, leave it the way Hashem made it. It's Kima Pirush, the meaning is Shekoyach, meaning that the power is Hakavone Vatachlis, that the intent and the goal, Shema Pnimis Vakoyach, shall Maisovigidlamay. He's telling his people the inner, the power of his doing, he tells his people. Umedai Higit, and it says this specifically, the Rebbe said before, why is he Higit? Not Omar Sibir? Beloy Omar, Kitzman didn't say Omar, a similar. Hakodesh Baruchi Higit Vihimshik. Higit means that the Abishter related and he extended and brought down. Umosar le Amoya Sapnimis. He gave over to his people the inner. The force that is in his action. He gave them the power. That through the service, the work of the Yidden, the Abishter's actions will turn into holiness. To give them the nation's inheritance, you can now said before. And the Rebbe now explains also this lengthy Rashi with the question and answer, now with the above answer explanation, it comes out beautiful. Zayin. Based on the above, it's very well, beautifully understood. Also the lengthy uh, Rashi's lengthy uh, language in his question. Rashi says, "Lo the should not have begun Elo which is Yisrael, which is the first mitzvah that you were commanded And why did he open up with Bereshis? This whole length is Haniris loshen. It seems almost like a, repeating a double loshen. Rashi should have just said, The Torah started with Bereshis, and not because of that. Rashi says, Sure, it shouldn't. And then, Elo, But Rashi's intention here is to emphasize and to promote that the world was created by Hashem in His, in the world's nature, which the nature of the world Seems belongs to the nation of the world. Hello. Shetachlis the Iker Hakoil. That is what it looks, but the goal and the main thing of everything who in Yenat Torah Mitzvahs. That is Torah Mitzvah. Shayich Rakli Yisrael. That only belongs to a Yid. Mitzvah Rishonah Shemistafu Bo Yisrael. That's the Mitzvah, first Mitzvah that the Yid were commanded. So, why did the Abish to create the world in its seemingly way of nature and that it appears that it belongs to the nation of the world and that you need to is because the Yid is because of the Mitzvah Rishonah. In a way that it would require avoiders vikibush bitul kushya dahoilam vumasoilam. In a way that it should need work, conquering and nullifying the questions and the obstacles, the question of obscurity 
Almost they should ask questions, that there should be questions, there should be problems. And, and that's what Rashi says. The Torah did not need to begin but from That is the actual uh, purpose of Torah. Because the Torah, but the Ebrister creates the world so that the Torah can later on take it over. And Rashi answers and negates, nullifies the question. The Torah, which is the power, the ultimate goal of his action, from the beginning. The main goal is to. Nullify Hashem wants everything is in order to be mavatul that obscurity of his action. Al the power that is in them, and that's why he started with this. Lahagid to draw down, to say it, to draw down. Legalis the power of his action. In order to draw down godliness in the physical matter. So, while Hashem did not really start the Torah for the uh, purpose, the purpose of the world, the purpose is the mitzvahs, but Hashem started with the world because we need to take the world, the ultimate goal, the Koyach Maisev, is to take the world and switch, and switch it around. And that's the way that Leibishter brings down the Koyach, the ultimate goal of his Maisev, so that creating a world, and then we should take and transfer the world. That is Mesichah Shabbos Parshish Breshis Tov Shin Lamed Aleph.